At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, one half of your hosting team. I'm in Vegas. Uh, the other half of the hosting team is across America, and Boston is Josh Applebaum. And Josh, as we begin the show, Happy 7-11 day. I don't know if you're a craps player, but to us out here in Vegas that would roll the dice, this is a good day for us. Well, I thought it was going to be a Chris Hogan reference from Hard Knocks, Pritch. 7-11, always <laughs> open, you know, one of those things. But, right. no, happy 7-11 day, Pritch. It's great to be with you. Uh, big day today. And I'm excited because today is the first day of the pentathlon. Yes. So, uh, Pritch, I don't know if you if you noticed this on Twitter, but uh, I think it was Mitch Moss's burner account or one of his fans did some odds on who's going to win the pentathlon, which is going to be kind of a, a fun VEASAN uh, kind of exercise here. We're going to have each show put out a play each day. But we were ranked as the worst odds, plus 1150, Pritch. <laughs> right. So I thought that was disrespectful. So I was going into this as a friendly competition. But I'm, I'm trying to win this thing now, Pritch. Plus 1150, I think there's smart money yeah. on yourself, myself, and Ben Wilson to win this thing. So get ready. Plus 1150, yeah. we should be closer to plus 500. Pritch. I know. They poked a bear, man. What's up with that? Uh, you don't <laughs> mess around with this show that way. Uh, so we'll, we'll have to break out the portfolio and dive in there, Josh, and see what we can do uh, with this competition, though. Uh, but we're up against it, though. There's some, there's some sharps out there with baseball. You got a football guy, <laughs> and, you know, you're everywhere. So I, I feel pretty good that you have my back, though, in this contest. 
Me too. And I, we do have someone else in our pocket, Ben Wilson, whose best friend, if you didn't know, is Pete Rose, the great <laughs> Pete Rose. Pete might be feeding us some inside insider source plays, so we'll have to use that to our advantage as well. And by the way, you always bet on the Reds. You never bet against them. Oh, first. there you go. There you go. <laughs> Off and rolling here on the program. We have a lot to get to. Uh, football news is uh, a calendar year discussion. Uh, it really is. We're still waiting on the Deshaun Watson development, Josh. Uh, but when it comes to Jimmy G, expectations about this quarterback who – Coincidentally, I mean, when he's healthy, he goes to a Super Bowl and plays in a Super Bowl. When he's almost healthy for 16 or 17 complete games, he gets to the conference championship game situation. Uh, but here you go, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo uh, in the news again because we don't know where he's going to land. Uh, Tom Pelissero uh, reported Monday morning that expectation within the NFL continues that Jimmy G is going to be traded by the end of the month, uh, which to me is interesting because I don't know if – San Francisco has leverage here because you have Jimmy Garoppolo with the injury situation coming off of surgery. He's got $24 million owed to him right now. Um, but teams are out there if they want a quarterback to the caliber of Jimmy Garoppolo. Are they really going to absorb $24 million or are they going to wait and wait this thing out to see if San Francisco will cut Jimmy G? Either way, uh, it's only going to cost $1.4 million against the dead cap situation, whether they release Jimmy G or trade him uh, from a dead cap situation for the 49ers. So I don't know how much leverage the 49ers have has right now uh, with Jimmy G, uh, Josh. So uh, it's hard to kind of determine where he's going to land or which team he's going to play for. But it doesn't look likely that he's going to be back with the 49ers unless, unless the 49ers want an expensive insurance policy behind Trey Lance. I think you hit the nail on the head, Pritch. You know, all the leverage here seems to be with San Francisco. I mean, or kind of against San Francisco yeah. in a way, because again, if they can keep him, uh, you do have insurance for Trey Lance, obviously, but uh, you're kind of just playing chicken with some of these other teams. Like, why give up all this draft capital? You know, obviously we saw with Baker Mayfield, he only brought back, what, what was it, like a fifth Pritch or some kind of conditional type pick there, and also Cleveland had to eat some money. You know, you could just release this guy and sign him for kind of just a, a regular money deal, not having to give up any com uh, compensation. So, I think for the 49ers, I don't think you expect much out of this deal now to me Pritch it's kind of uh in terms of your cap situation are you comfortable keeping around a guy making 24 million who could be on the bench now I think this is all about basically the 49ers perspective on Trey Lance you know we're seeing Trey Lance uh you know a lot of this is like kind of the the summer hype season Pritch where all the <laughs> these great quarterbacks you know they're out like in shorts and a t-shirt somewhere sunny in California throwing routes looking amazing so maybe the hype train for Trey Lance obviously having drafted him third overall you expected this kid to really be one of your next great quarterbacks but he also needed a lot of time going from North Dakota State, not playing many games there because of the COVID year. So I think the way the, the Ford Downs ha handled this will speak to their confidence in Trey Lance. If they want to keep Jimmy G around, who, by the way, as much as we knock Jimmy G, still great one-loss record. And I think he had a 98 quarterback rating, Pritch. So it's probably, the you know, perception-wise, the worst 98 quarterback rating you're ever going to see here. But the guy is a winner. And if Trey Lance isn't ready, I don't think it's it's kind of the smartest idea to get rid of to get rid of Jimmy G because will Lance be able to take the reins? I think there's a question out there now in terms of kind of what we're hearing. Um, I think the Browns to me make the most sense. Obviously, if Deshaun Watson is going to miss most of the year or all of the year, you just got rid of Baker Mayfield. Are you going to be, you know, a Jacoby Brissett, one quarterback team? No, I think if you kind of uh, make a deal with similar type compensation, maybe instead of a five, it's like a four. Mm -hmm. You probably have to give more, give up more to get Jimmy G than you would there with Baker. But I think that would make a lot of sense there with Cleveland. You can wait for Watson for next year after the suspension if he's suspended late. And Jimmy G kind of makes this team in win-now mode more competitive. Now, the other thing I'll throw this at you, Pritch, T. 
Tampa Bay. This was kind of shocking to me that there was a report, and obviously Tom Yee, the agent of Jimmy G, kind of knocked this thing down. Right. But would really the Tampa Bay Buccaneers trade for Jimmy G? And maybe, I don't know, Brady says this is my last year. You can take over. That makes sense to me. I just find that hard to believe that Jimmy G will uh, go be a backup somewhere after having made a ton of money and gone to the Super Bowl. But, Pritch, what's your take? Would you give up a lot to give Jimmy G? Would you wait until he just gets released? Who do you think he may go to? Yeah, I mean, I would wait if I'm a GM opposite of the 49ers here I would wait it out I mean why give up something for a guy that I want the 49ers to make a decision on um uh, you know before the surgery coming off to a conference championship situation I think Jimmy Garoppolo was, and, and the 49ers were in a great situation for him to be traded uh, and get a lot in return but since then you go through the entire offseason uh now you're gonna ask this guy with an injured shoulder repaired shoulder to go into a locker room and win over the starting job and capture that locker room that way. I think it's tough. I, I think Baker Mayfield is going to have a tough chance, uh, tough uh, opportunity right now uh, out there in Carolina trying to win over that locker room when he lost the locker room. And now you got Garoppolo this late in the process, a matter of weeks before training camp starts, Josh, and he's going to have to win over a locker room, right? He's going to have to get those guys to believe in him in a short amount of time, only three preseason games, and maybe he won't even play in a preseason game. So I, I think he's up against it. The 49ers are up against it too because, again, whether or not they trade the guy, what are you going to get in return? I wouldn't give him anything uh, because if you do cut him, now I can renegotiate with Jimmy G at a cheaper number. And, in fact, if he's going to be my backup quarterback – then I'm okay with that if I'm a, a different team than the 49ers. So uh, I, I don't know how much leverage right now the 49ers have uh, with or has with Jimmy G in this situation, trade, trade or cut. And I think if you're Jimmy G, you're hoping to get cut here, Pritch, because if you get traded, you have to yeah. go theoretically to whoever they send you to. So whether it's, you know, football Siberia or a team that we kind of think is, uh, you know, not very good. And again, you're up against it having not gone through mini camp. Now training mm -hmm. camp, Pritch, are you getting those feelings again? Those tingly oh, feelings? Man. Training camp's Every only, <laughs> only two weeks away. So yeah, how, how do you switch a team and learn all this new system and take over in such a short amount of time? Obviously, Jimmy G, smart quarterback. You know, he's been through a couple different good systems, Belichick and Shanahan, but that's a lot to ask of a quarterback there. So also coming off this shoulder surgery, Pritch, like is his, obviously his agent's going to say he's feeling good and he's mm -hmm. looking good and he's ready to go. But what if you kind of take a, you know, a free agent type year? I'm not going to say you take a year off, but you go be a backup for a year, you mm -hmm. get super healthy, and you come back next year as a free agent and sign a big money deal. That could create more options for Jimmy G. But I just think with San Francisco, Pritch, you know, we're trying to hit on all these different teams every single day throughout the summer, look for some edges with win totals. I really do like the 49ers over nine and a half. It's really juiced up minus 140 to the over, but I like it less if Jimmy G's gone. I just think you're asking a lot of Trey Lance. And again, the kid could be great. We could, you know, uh, you know, keep keep this tape. You know, give it ten years from now, we could say, "Wow, you know, Trey Lance is a great quarterback, but still a bit of an unknown. He's still really raw." I just don't know if I love that over nine and a half if it's just Trey Lance and Jimmy G's gone. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at uh, a Nate Sudfield as a backup quarterback, and if whichever whoever is going to be the backup quarterback is going to be a different offense for that guy from Trey Lance too. Because remember, if you're the 49ers, you drafted Trey Lance because of his running ability too. Amassed over 1,100 yards in college in the one year that he played there. Uh, so you're going to add that element, and we know Jimmy G's not a, a run threat. Uh, Nate Sudfield is not a run threatening uh, threat quarterback, too. So uh, it, it gets it gets dicey right there. I, I I can't see the 49ers renegotiating. I can't see Jimmy G renegotiating a contract situation. Uh, and to your point, if I'm Jimmy G, 
Uh, maybe I want to be released, even though I'm going to forget, uh, you know, forego 24 million. I'm going to land somewhere else, but an opportunity to go where I think I could take over as a starter. And I don't know if that'll move the needle for you. Like, say, if Jimmy G went to Seattle, would that move the needle for you, Josh, in terms of win totals? If you went to Cleveland, would that move the needle for you in terms of the outlook for the Browns as well? So I think it kind of depends on the situation. Now, surprisingly, we did the Seattle Seahawks. What was it last week? Sometime last week, Pritch. Mm-hmm. I think they were five and a half, but juiced up over. So they kind of expected Seattle maybe in a buy low spot where everyone's hammering them for just having, you know, Geno Smith and Drew Locke. Well, there was some liability to winning six games or more. So is Jimmy G an upgrade on those two quarterbacks? I think absolutely. To me, the Browns make sense just because you have obviously Miles Garrett in his prime. You have this good running game. You just gave a ton of money to Denzel Ward. You have kind of a ready-made team which I think was part of the thought thought process, giving up so much to bring in Deshaun Watson. You're just kind of that quarterback away. So, uh, of course, Jimmy G is from, uh, I think he's Illinois. Nor- he went to uh, Northern Illinois, Pritch, I believe. So you're kind of in that, you know, Midwestern area. Could that make sense? You know, the Bears are another team you hear about. He was a Bears fan growing up, I believe. Oh, but, boy. Uh, ironically, <laughs> Justin Fields. <laughs> yeah, don't go to the Bears. No. And by the way, that's week one, Pritch. San Fran is at Chicago. San Fran's a six-and-a-half-point favorite there. Probably everyone and their mother is going to tease that down to just laying a half point. But if that's Trey Lance, rookie, you know, kind of not your first start, but opening day, I'd actually maybe tease up Chicago there. I know we're getting crazy thinking so far ahead. Uh, But I just, again, my perception of Lance is when I see it, I'll believe it. I just think this kid is really raw, and you're asking a lot of him to think you're going to get to another Super Bowl with a second-year quarterback. Yeah, I will note that Kyle Shanahan thinks a lot of himself to where he believes that he could bring out the best of Trey Lance, though, and that skill set, right? You know, Jimmy G, I think uh, Kyle's probably limited. He can only go so far with that playbook. Now with Trey Lance, he can go and dive deeper into that playbook, which is going to help them uh, mightily out there at the 49ers. If he sends summer specials here, it's only $19. Uh, here's what you're going to get if you sign up right now. Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, uh, premium articles on golf, UFC, NASCAR. You want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly. Uh, get to uh, VEASAN.com slash summer. It's only $19 right now for that great deal. Come up next, uh, day one of the betting baseball betting pentathlon that's coming up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Starting today, VSIN will be having its first ever baseball betting pentathlon. Every weekday show and baseball analysts will be making five baseball bets over a span of four days to determine which show at VSIN is the best at betting baseball. Uh, today, we'll have uh, to bet a total. Uh, Tuesday will be an underdog and a favorite. On Wednesday, uh, a team on the run line. And Thursday, a prop bet. The winner will be announced on Friday morning, July 15th at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Follow the Money. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. Poke the bear time. Josh, you mentioned that we have the longest odds uh, to win this thing. I like it. I like being an underdog. What do you think? Oh, I love it too, Pritch. Yeah, I was like kind of lukewarm on this. I'm like, okay, I'll dabble in here. I'll throw my, you know, sharp contrarian plays and annoy everyone <laughs> with reverse line moves. But once you tell me we got the worst odds, we I want to turn some heads here, Pritch. Okay. I, that, those are some fighting words there. So let's get after it today. Oh, by the way, I don't want to brag on the portfolio, but my goodness, I'm not, not mad at myself <laughs> with the portfolio right now. Uh, but let's see if we can come to an agreement, though, because I know we did some work prior to the show and we kind of texted what we liked and what we were looking at. Uh, we had a couple, maybe one, one conflict, one conflict, uh, and then going off the board uh, entirely with different games, too. But let's let's see what we're going to settle on here uh, for our first pick of the pentathlon uh, here at VSIN. So, again, we have to do a total today, Josh. And uh, one game that stands out to me immediately uh, is Mets Braves the pitching matchup that you have today? Uh, the under is seven. Uh, if we do that thing, uh, it, it seems logical that that thing's going to go under. There's some injuries, some key injuries for the Mets. I think a couple of guys. We'll see what happens there. But then Freed Scherzer, the way that they've been pitching, Scherzer coming back uh, after his uh, time off, if you will, uh, is, was phenomenal. The, but the Mets have not been able to support. Uh, Scherzer in the way that I think they're going to have to against the Braves. And then Freed on the other side has just been incredible as well. What do you think? 
So first off, I think if we take a step back, I like the way you and I are approaching this a little bit, Pritch. I'm not sure how the other sh uh, hosts are doing it. Maybe it's a rock, paper, scissors, and maybe the strongest <laughs> play wins. Right. But arm I think wrestle. Us, yeah, exactly. Arm wrestle, you know, with some kind of contest. We'll see. But I think, you know, the way we're approaching it is, hey, let's text each other our favorite, you know, plays of the day. So obviously today we got to pick a total. And let's kind of walk through on air why we say I like this or I don't like this. Mm -hmm. I think it's an exercise in pulling back the curtain and looking at, hey, when you're capping a game, what are the things that you like, you don't like, what makes you fire on a play, what makes you lay off a play? I think there's something to be said for that in general. So this is the first one that you and I both leaned on, the Mets and the Braves under. Now, right off the bat, uh, we do have smart money to the under. According to our VEASAN.com bet splits, this Braves game against the Mets, only 47% of the bets are on the under, but it accounts for 68% of the money. So just from a where's the you know bigger share of larger wagers going, it's on the under. Now, it makes total sense. We have, obviously, Max Scherzer and Max Freed, both these guys with an ERA of you know two and a half or less. Mm -hmm. Scherzer in his first start uh, after the injured list, he went, I think, six innings, struck out 11, gave up no runs, but lost one nothing to the Cincinnati Reds. And Max Freed's been great all year with an ERA of like 2.5, 2.52, something around there. But I think the one thing to keep an eye out for, Pritch, now that bragging rights are on the line and we're trying to win this thing, we're not getting the best of the number. I think this is really important because this total opened at seven and a half, right. and a lot of shops are now down to seven. So if we're taking an under seven, now this could be a two nothing game, a one nothing game, you know, a three to two game. But if it lands on seven and we push, I think we're going to kick ourselves saying, hey, we missed the hook with the seven and a half. So I definitely would go under or nothing in this game. I just think if we're trying to be really selective and really find and uh, locate what we believe is the smartest bet and also the best number, mm -hmm. I'm just a little worried that we missed the hook on the seven and a half. But again, it's hard not to like this under, especially with some wind blowing in at Atlanta's truest park. Team. Yeah, not only that, I mean, you do have these pitchers on a bump, but I mean, the Mets last few games hitting 167. Uh, with the Braves are over 300 right there too, but uh, they support uh, Freed. I've seen some instances where that has happened. I, I think the Mets have been inconsistent a little bit uh, with supporting uh, some outstanding pitching. Uh, but you're right. I, I think uh, you don't want to chase that situation right there. Okay, White Sox, Guardians over. Um, you know, the, the White Sox have been underachieving, in my estimation, all year long. Uh, there's some rumblings, Josh, that they could be sellers, which would be interesting, right? Uh, what wouldn't as after the all star break here? Uh, the Guardians, too, uh, they, they can light it up at times. Uh, the total, uh, perhaps going over. What do you think? So, this is one of my favorite plays here, Pritch. We'll see if it makes the cut. If okay. Ben Wilson, our uh, our, you know, our Vanna White there, we'll, we'll decide who gets picked <laughs> and who doesn't. But uh, what I do like about this one, number one, it's kind of a liability play to the over, and it's one of my best weather matches of the day. So, this is the White Sox, Cleveland, uh, obviously looking at a matchup of Lance Lynn and Cal Quantrill. Now, Lance Lynn, he's been hurt much of the year. One and one, ERA of 5.33. So he hasn't really been, and again, remember last year, Pritch, he was kind of a Cy Young type guy wow. for much of the year. So maybe he starts to pitch better, but again, he's been getting knocked around in his few starts this year. Cal Quantrill is ERA up around four. I think they're like two and eight his last 10 starts. So he's been struggling a bit here. But in terms of just the numbers and why I kind of like this over, it opened at nine. And a lot of these books were like nine minus 110 or a slight minus 115. Well, now we're seeing nine over minus 115, minus 120, minus 125. So I was actually saying, if we want to get this in the pentathlon, we better get this thing quick, Pritch, mm -hmm. because in the uh, in the object of trying to get the best number, it looks to me like this uh, nine over in the White Sox game could get bet up to nine and a half. And of course, you know, we want to push if it lands on line nine instead of lose. Uh, also looking toward our numbers here, only 40, only 45 percent of bets are on the White Sox over tonight, but 70 
98% of money. Again, our VEASAN.com splits page, that's one of your biggest smart money discrepancies to the over. And then just in terms of a weather play, it's going to be about 90 degrees at progressive field. Yeah. So heat and humidity, again, tough on the pitcher, good for the position players, the hitters, you know, the pitchers baking out there in the sun, the hitters, you know, they got a fan and they're in the, the cool dugout in the shade. And then also the wind is blowing out 10 to 15 miles an hour at progressive field. And the White Sox, by the way, are getting healthier. They just got mm -hmm. Eloy Jimenez back. This really good lineup. You're starting to kind of see uh, all your big name players back in there. So, Pritch, you know, truth be told, I think this might, to me, this is our vote for our play today. The White Sox over nine. I want a lot of runs in this game. You feel tonight. pretty good about that situation, too. I mean, you look at the standings, too, four and a half back uh, of the Twins. Uh, this is a series that looks pretty intriguing, uh, to be honest with you, not only for that division right there, too, but the White Sox in the second half. I mean, I don't want the rumblings to get louder and louder about being sellers with that roster, but you never know. I mean, I think they're clearly in, in the divisional race right here. So uh, I love that the series. Uh, I love this development, too, from a total standpoint. Okay, you have the A's. Uh, I didn't go the A's. Uh, they're not in the portfolio. Uh, I'm keeping them out of that thing. And then the Rangers, you're looking at the under. What would you see in this one? Yeah, this one jumped out to me. It's not my most confident bet, but it's kind of one of those gross ones that it's like something's going on here. Yeah. I'm not really sure what it is. <laughs> okay. We know Oakland is. We, yeah. we, know, so we might not have to go hazmat with the totals in this contest, though. Yeah, we can save our hazmats, Pritch, if we're lucky enough to like be tied going into Thursday and we can do something off the wall. But we need to win tonight. Like yes. we're not we gotta live to survive another day. We gotta win this one tonight. But uh in terms of this one, Oakland and Texas, it scares me with these pitchers. Spencer Howard and Martinez both have really high ERAs. Martinez got an ERA of six. Spencer Howard's like a ten. Now these guys haven't pitched a lot, so those are kind of inflated numbers there in general. But you do have Oakland as one of the lightest hitting teams in baseball. They're hitting, I think, like two ten. They've traded away pretty much all their good players uh, pre coming into this season. The total in this one, though, it opened at nine, and it's really juiced up under nine, minus 120, and a lot of shops are now down to eight and a half. And I do believe uh, this Texas ballpark, Globe Life Park, I think the uh, the dome will be closed. See, these are the things we got to look at, Pritch. Yeah. Will the dome be open or closed? That could affect our total bet. But you do have this Globe Life Park at, as one of your best under stadiums since it got open. So it's kind of cavernous. You know, the ball doesn't really travel that well. And you have a majority of bets on this Texas over uh, almost 65%. But 67% of the money is on the under. So this is one of those gross ones that looks sharp. I think it should be, you know, a play that we consider. But I admit, Howard and Martinez, I think maybe there could be some runs. I'm going to lean under, but I'm not going to be, you know, upset if we don't pick this one as our bet. Okay, so to recap, Mets, Braves, looking at the under perhaps, under seven. We might be chasing it. White Sox, Guardians, over nine. Feel pretty good about that, the competitive nature uh, of that, that matchup here. Uh, and a 5.33 ERA for Lance Land, too. Uh, and then the wind's blown out. Uh, I, I'm kind of lukewarm on the A's and Rangers, though. <laughs> I don't blame you, Pritch. Okay. I really don't at all. And again, so if, here's the thing. We're going to be lukewarm. It's going to be a one nothing game. That's how betting always goes. Yep. Uh, but I'm with you. And here's the other thing, Pritch. we got to uncover every little stone, every little rock. So let me throw this one uh, at you for yeah, our Chicago White okay. Sox game. I was going to ask you what the juice is on that right now. So the juice on that one, shop around over nine. I see a minus 115. I okay. see a minus 120. So I think minus 115, obviously, that's what we want. But I'll just throw this at you. We haven't mentioned umpires or referees in quite a while, Pritch. <laughs> okay. It's been a while since our Scott Foster days. Uh, but you do have Jim Reynolds, who is one of your better over umpires in his career. The over is about 54% with Jim Reynolds. So, again, is it the reason why we're betting the over? No. But if you have an umpire historically, what that tells me, Pritch, is uh -huh. he's got a tight strike zone. He kind of squeezes the pitcher, maybe a, you know, a call that's kind of on the edge. It's a ball, and the guy walks instead of strikes out. That's another thing to put, a, you know, hopefully a little bit of an advantage for us. So, again, we do have an over uh, historically over home plate umpire in that game. No, I like it. Uh, I mean, the hits are elevated, too, for the White Sox. I like the situation. We're going to lock that in, Josh.
Uh, go ahead and lock it, it in. Uh, what, minus one fifteen. We're gonna go with that. Uh, the over. We're take that, yeah. Okay, over White Sox Guardians over nine. Uh, right there. Now we conflicted on the Red, Red Sox uh, and their matchup against the Rays. Uh, I thought that had a chance of going under because you have your guy Bayo on a bump against the Rays again, but on the road this time, maybe he'd be settled in in the second time around. Yeah, so I think if you like the under pitch, you're getting a better number now. It's now at eight, but oh, I did okay. notice it opened seven <laughs> and a half. That. Yeah, picked up a little bit. And I love this kid Bayo, but he got lit up by, yeah. the, by the Rays his first time out. Now they're seeing him for the second time in less than two weeks. That's what really scared me about betting that under. All right, off and rolling. Pentathlon, we're locked in here with an over bet. Uh, White Sox uh, and the Guardians. Great job, Josh. You too, Pritch. Can't wait for tomorrow. What yeah. do we do tomorrow? Dog and a favorite. Dog and a favorite. Dog and a favorite. A lot of work there to be done between now and tomorrow. Uh, let's get to the uh, biting kneecaps, the Detroit Lions. We're going to preview them coming up next. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to switch up your nicotine? Now there is a 10-day challenge to give you a fresh start, helping you to walk away from ashtrays, spit cups, and vapes. It's called the Zen 10 Challenge. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free nicotine alternative. They are available in 10 varieties, also two strengths. Uh, the Zen 10 Challenge is a risk-free way to try Zen nicotine pouches. If you don't enjoy your experience with Zen, after 10 days, you'll get your money back. So head over to zen.com 10 to take the Zen 10 Challenge. That's zyn.com 10. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. So Josh... Um, the biting or fighting kneecaps, whichever T-shirt you want to wear today. Uh, we're going to go with the Detroit Lions here. I think it's impressive here what's going on, though. Three, 13, uh, and one team last year. Uh, but as during the course of the year, there's some turbulence out there in Detroit um, because of Anthony Lynn uh, got stripped of play-calling duties. Dan Campbell actually started calling plays. And you got a bunch of former players on this coaching staff. And, you know, on, on paper, it looks impressive, but you try to execute it, there's a lot of egos. But those egos still produced a situation where they were highly competitive. Uh, and in situ certain situations, I think impressive to you considering that roster. So looking ahead to this year, Josh, six and a half is a win total for the Detroit Lions. Minus 110 either way, over under. The yes to make the playoffs uh, plus 375, the no minus 500. What do you think? So, Pritch, I've kind of done a 180 here on the Detroit Lions. And then remember that very first press conference where Dan Campbell got, you know, uh, announced as the as the head coach, yep. and he's given all the rah rah. He's like the high school football coach. Like we're gonna we're gonna beat everybody up. We're gonna play hard. We're gonna be tough. Like I'm like, okay, this guy is way in over his head. This is really not. This isn't 1970s football. I thought he would kind of flame out and just kind of you know run these uh, these players just through you know run through a wall for him. Yeah, yeah. But are they really going to? But I got to admit, I'm kind of a believer in Dan Campbell. He showed me a lot last year. You go 3-13, and 13, you didn't have a very good year. Obviously, you're in the running for the first overall pick pretty much the whole time. But here's the thing that I'll give him credit for. 
against the spread, Pritch. We got to give a ton of credit to Dan Campbell and Lions. They went 11-6 and six against the number last year. They lost, again, the vast majority of their games, mm-hmm. but they covered a vast majority of right. their games. So what does that tell you? It tells me that this is a competitive team. This is a team that doesn't give up. This is a team that, uh, with Dan Campbell, is he, you know, Belichick X's and O's? Is he, is he you know, as smart as Sean McVay? Probably not, but he's a motivator. And I think there's something to be said with a coach that motivates his team, has a lot of high energy, gets them going, gets them excited. You saw them have a couple upsets, you know, late in the year. And again, 11 and 6 ATS when you go 3 and 13, you really don't see that happen very often here. So I kind of like the direction that they've gone in. Uh, obviously, you have, you know, uh, get Aiden Hutchinson in the draft as a top pick here. He's plus 550 right now to win the off- uh, defensive uh, rookie of the year award. That could be worth a look. Jamison Williams, what are you going to get from him? You traded up as a big wide receiver here who, again, if you didn't get hurt, would probably be the first wide receiver off the board. But he could be delayed a little bit and not play until maybe a little bit later. But overall, I just want to give this team credit for the way they play hard, the way they cover numbers. They do have, by the way, the fifth easiest schedule this year. Their opponents from last year went 135 and 154. That's just a 467 win percentage. So in terms of the juice, you know, we're 110 right down the middle. I think odds makers probably set a perfect number here because you can think this team will take another step uh, with Campbell in year two, with Goff in year two, with these young players that they've drafted. And maybe they go from, you know, three wins to, you know, four or five wins. Can you get to six? Can you get to seven? That may be a little bit loftier, Pritch. But the fact that we're not, you know, like almost like the, the Giants, they're seven and a half really juiced up under. This is a six and a half right down the middle. So I don't think we can say if this team surprises and wins seven games that we didn't see it coming. So I guess I'll lean a little bit to the under. I like where this team is trending. I just think it's a lot to go from, you know, three to seven wins, despite kind of the, the good direction they're trending. Uh, but I, I do kind of like betting on them. I'll tell you, when we do shows and get ready for Sunday's pitch, right. when they're a plus seven dog and they're getting 20% of bets, I'll take them every time. But I'll defer to you, Pritch. We don't really have an obvious juice play one way or the other. This I'm open to being swayed here a little bit. I like where they're going, but can they win seven games? That does seem kind of like a lot to me. Yeah, it does seem like a lot. Uh, it really does. I mean, it, the roster has to be right. And, and, and I think Aiden Hutchinson is going to be a, a, dra- a drastic improvement defensively, but he's only one guy, um, you know, Josh. And uh, considering where the Lions are coming from and where they need to go, they got a long road, even though they've been impressive with Coach Campbell. Uh, but the buy-in is real. Uh, the the uh, com- competition and, and the competitiveness uh, is real uh, out there in Detroit. So that culture alone, I see that that to me would be the bet if you're looking at the win total. I'm not looking at playoff situation, uh, not at all there, because you still have the Vikings and the Packers in that division. Uh, but in terms of win total six and a half, I guess the buy-in factor or the competitiveness, uh, can you get behind, can you rally behind the kneecaps, uh, the over-caffeinated Campbell, uh, and think that he can get a lot more out of this roster this year? Yeah, I think that's really the question here. You know, will they take that next leap? Will they, you know, win those close games that they covered but didn't win? You know, those games where, you know, they're getting, you know, four points and they lose by a field goal. Can you flip those and then win those games? Mm -hmm. Again, sometimes regression, I think a really important exercise in the offseason is kind of looking at, you know, your fumble percentage. You know, did every fumble go against you when probably this year, maybe a couple of those will go for you? You know, last second walk-offs. Remember that game? They almost beat... Who is it? I think uh, Tucker in Baltimore, like a a million yard field goal there to win it at the very end. Remember that game? Maybe those, maybe that field goal comes up short and you win that game. So I like the way they're trending. Uh, To me, I just think, again, when you're going to go from three wins to seven, that's asking quite a bit. But I'm, again, looking at week one lines right now, Pritch. I think it's, again, I'm not going to bet any of these games right now. I think it's way too early. There's too many unknowns. But Detroit is a four-point dog at home against Philly in, in week one. 
doesn't it seem like Philly is the team that everyone loves? And I, I admit to this, I'm pretty high in the Eagles too as well. But that just seems fishy. I think there's a spot there where, you know, in the division, divisional dog, week one, Detroit getting four. Pick Pritch, if they go to four and a half and you can tease them up to ten and a half, go through seven and ten, right. that could be worth a look. I just think this team, I'm fine with everyone making fun of Campbell and talking about how terrible they are. And Patrick Maher, I know you're off this month, but you're a Lions fan. I'm fine if everyone kind of dismisses them. I am more than happy to bet them as a contrarian dog anytime they're getting points. More credit towards Campbell, too. They're going to play uh, towards their identity, uh, Josh. And if you think about the Lions, the red zone rushing offense among the best in the league since 2020. Uh, dive into that offensive line. It's a good offensive line. Uh, they got a pro bowler up front. They're right there. They drafted nicely, I think, with Sewell as well. So uh, staying healthy that way, uh, thinking about the backfield. But it, it coincides with the attitude of Campbell, though, like the, the culture that he's going to create or he has already created with the toughness part of it, right? So if golf can move the ball between the 20s, they get into the red zone, they feel pretty good about their toughness offensively and defensively, Josh. And, again, that's why I'm examining the win total. I haven't had a decision on it. I want to see uh, some more information actually be revealed to me during preseason, if I can see that. Uh, but it is intriguing at 6.5, though. Yeah, and one thing I'm looking at, I want to throw this at you, Pritch, because every time I keep thinking about a team, it's okay. Let's start with the win total. Am I going to bet any futures here for winning the division, the <laughs> uh -huh. NFC, the Super Bowl? I'm no, sorry, no, no. Lions. I'm not going to do that. We're not going to get that crazy here. But sometimes I want to look at you know one player that maybe we can make some money on in terms of a prop. So, Pritch, I'll throw this at you. Amon St. Brown, this guy was, or Amon Ross St. Brown, he was really good mm -hmm. last year. This guy, I remember I played fantasy with my buddies. Someone picked him up, and every week, this guy, St. Brown, is killing me in fantasy. So he had a really good year last year, turned it on late. He had 90 catches for 912 yards. I just looked at his over-under at DraftKings. It's 850.5, minus 115 of the over. Any thoughts on St. Brown here, Pritch, as a former NFL wide receiver? And I'm thinking, hey, we go over. I'm, I'm high on this guy. He's probably their number one receiver. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because you got Shark there, uh, DJ uh, Shark as well. I mean, uh, Jameson Williams, you mentioned him. Not going to be ready for the beginning of the season. We'll see when he hits the field. Uh, and then you got um, uh, Hawkinson there at the tight end. And remember how Harold he was uh, coming out of college too, first-round draft choice at tight end. So, uh, I mean, on paper – it, it look, but that's the thing about the National Football League. On paper, you're going to be impressed by a lot of these names, Josh. You're going to be familiar with them. You're going to see them in college or, or with another team. But do they fit in, too, though? Like, can golf build on what he developed last year? Uh, is there going to be uh, a stable situation because of the turbulence you went through with Anthony Lynn and Dan Campbell calling plays uh, last year, too? So I, I think the upside is there for Detroit, and therefore looking at an over situation uh, isn't a bad idea right there. Yeah, and again, look at the division here. I mean, we did do a show where we were talking about the Minnesota Vikings. They were juiced up, what was it, like eight over eight and a half, or mm -hmm. was it nine? I forgot the win total with them, but uh, rookie coach there, obviously, with O'Connell. Green Bay, even though I'm still high in Green Bay, I think they win that division. You did lose Devontae Adams. They could go through at least, you know, some small growing pains. I'm not going to overstate it here. And then you look at, um, obviously, uh, the, the, uh, the, the Chicago Bears, you know, having Justin Fields, who, again, I'm hearing reports he's having a great offseason, and this could be uh, a good quarterback for the future. But to you me, you believe in those reports, kind of, though. <laughs> You're hearing them, but I don't know, believe them. <laughs> I'm hearing them, Pritch. I don't think I believe okay. them. Uh, There's one thing so, to hear them, again, and then it's another thing to believe them. Yeah, so I think this division, <laughs> maybe more so than the last five years, I'm not going to say it's wide open. Obviously, right. it's the Packers' division to win, but I just think it's not like years past where you know these were teams where you could just say Lions, they're going to you know go 0-6 in their division. I think they could be a competitive team. I like the way they're trending, Pritch. Just keep it keep it quiet. I don't I don't want a lot of buzz on the lines. Let's keep them contrarian. Let's keep them gross. Let's keep them hazmat. 
I'm looking forward to grabbing the points with them much of the time this year. Yeah, we'll look and examine each and every situation right there. But um, some credit to Campbell right there. Competitive uh, roster situation uh, on the field. Let's see if he can be consistent with it. Because it's one thing to have to buy in last year. Uh, and then, okay, this year is an entirely different year. Can you still uh, be consistent with that level of competitiveness out there? So, uh, But I am intrigued by the six and a half uh, there with the Lions. Uh, and that situation with the Lions. It's incredible to think six and a half. I mean, you got other teams like the Jets and, and, and the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? But the Lions looking up, uh, looking uh, to see them a little bit better. Okay, coming up next, best bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM is giving baseball fans a chance to swing for defenses. Register using code VSIN200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any game and either team hits a home run regardless of your bet's outcome. I enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. MLB trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. 
free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum. To best bets we go, Josh. Just want to updating uh, situation with the Tigers and Roy- Royals. Uh, first of a doubleheader here, Pineda on the bump uh, for Detroit. It's a long time since I've seen this guy. A biscuit away from three bills, I think, Josh. But uh, it's tied 1-1. He's uh, only allowed five hits in this game, too, so far. Yeah, and Pritch, I think that total was nine and a half, maybe down to nine. We should have taken that for the pentathlon, but it was a little bit too early in the day. And yeah, yeah Pineda is a Red Sox fan. I remember that game when he pitched for the Yankees and he had like the sticky stuff. What was it? The spider tack before spider tack. It was like pine tar yeah. dripping from his fingers. The ump told him, what are you doing? He acts like, oh, I got nothing on me when it literally had pine tar like in between your fingers. So yeah, Pineda, he, he's still getting it done there, Pritch, yeah. despite uh, despite his age. Maybe host his cupcakes. He should have used something like that. Uh, they could have got away with that than pine tar. I mean, he's he's got that uniform stretched out as a pitcher out there. He really does, Pritch. And I'm kind of rooting for anyone who's on the Tigers here because if you look at Kansas City, they opened as high as like minus 150. They closed it around minus 125. That was kind of our classic, you know, road division dog reverse line move. Mm-hmm. So anyone who is betting on the Tigers right now, I'm rooting for you. That's a nice plus money payout if they're able to get this thing through. All right, let's get to some bets bets here. Both of us were looking at some baseball games. I haven't really decided other than our overplay. Um, with the White Sox uh, and the Guardians here. But uh, Red Sox and the Rays, we were conflicted here. Um, I'm thinking there's a bounce-back situation for the young stud pitcher for the Red Sox. Tampa Bay, their offense, uh, it just doesn't do anything for me. I mean, they're minus 108 at home. Seven and a half is the total of the over uh, minus 120. And the Red Sox, okay, could there be a letdown too after that series against the Yankees at home? A lot of emotion. So now they're on the road. That's why I was looking at the under, Josh. Yeah, and I think if you're a Red Sox fan, I mean, I was shocked that they won the second two games of that series. You get, you know, rolled 6-5, to 12-5 uh, to five, first two games in the Yankees series. And really the Red Sox, their pitching staff is really struggling right now. They're in this yeah. weird uh, position, Pritch, where they're waiting for Chris Sale. You're waiting for James Paxton. Nathan Ivaldi has been hurt. They're pitching a lot of young players you've really never heard of. But they did get a couple wins in a row against the Yankees on Saturday and Sunday. So you got to give them some credit there. To me, this is a bet against the Red Sox. And again, I'm a big Red Sox fan here. But the line is going to Tampa Bay. This game actually opened, you know, Red Sox, a slight minus 115 favorite. We've now flipped to a pick'em and now flipped to a raise, slightly favored number here. They're not uh, showing on our VEASAN board, minus 108. So this went from a slight Red Sox favorite to now a pick'em or a raise favorite. That, to mm-hmm. me, is kind of a classic, um, you know, low bets, higher dollar, reverse line move to a home team. So if you look at our VEASAN.com bet splits, only 40% of bets are on the raise, but it accounts for almost 60% of the money. So that line is going toward Tampa Bay. And I think two factors to keep an eye out for, Pritch. Number one, Brian Bayo, who I was super excited to watch in his debut. Right. He was pretty much underwhelming here. He went four innings, six hits, gave up four runs. The Red Sox lost seven to one. I like the future for this pitcher, but I think it's tough that his second start is against the team that he just faced last week, who lit him up and did pretty well against him. All those guys who got hits off him, they're going to have that familiarity in their back pocket. And then another system here, Pritch, fade teams who played on Sunday Night Baseball. It's been a pretty good system overall. I want to say it's around 60, 61%, but that team who plays on Sunday night, it's a lot of you know pressure and the spotlight and you know everyone's watching you, your only game in town, but those teams really struggle the next day on a Monday because you're kind of up against it where you have a late night, then you got to travel. I, I kind of want to bet against these Sunday Night Baseball teams. It's been pretty good this year and pretty good in years past, so that's another reason to bet against the Red Sox. I like Tampa Bay here, even though I am a big Red Sox fan, Fred. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot to like, too. I, I guess I was giving Bay a, a second chance because I was wondering. I'm, I'm going to do a study on this, to be honest with you, Josh, about uh, pitchers 
uh, and lineups, like who would have the advantage this time around? I mean, uh, as a pitcher watching tape and, and film of yourself, okay, what mistakes did you do against that lineup? Now you get another chance to go out there, even though it's on the road, I get it. Uh, but you do have some nice support from that lineup of your, of your own, uh, the way that Boston has been hitting the ball. Yeah, they really have been hitting the ball. That's kind of one consistent yeah. thing for the Red Sox here. And Pritch, I think it's a really good question. I would just say, you know, if I'm a veteran pitcher, if I'm like a Corey Kluber or a Charlie Morton, or I've been in the big leagues quite a while, right. I'm confident that that pitcher makes adjustments based on experience. When you're a young kid, you're 22 years old, you're making your second start, as talented as this kid is, and he's worked a lot with Pedro Martinez in spring training, mm -hmm. I just think it's asking a lot to make those adjustments when you're just trying to get adjusted to life in the big leagues to start, Pritch. <laughs> I hear you. Okay, your second game here, the Padres on the road against the Rockies. At home, uh, 12 is a total, as you can imagine, minus 145 for the Padres on the road, too. What'd you see in this one? So, Pritch, I'm breaking our rule, you know, only bet against the Rockies when they're on the road or their first game after a road trip here. Uh -huh. But I'm going to bet against them today, Pritch. So I apologize to our altitude audience there in, in, uh, in Colorado. But this is one of the biggest moves I've seen all day, Pritch. A lot of steam hitting San Diego. They open on the road. They're on a minus 130 favorite. They're all the way up to now minus 145. So this line is moving pretty big in their favor. Uh, tells me some respected money came in on the Padres today. If you look at road favorites this year, they've been really good. This has been the spot to target these favorites. By the way, you are seeing dogs bark a little bit more. We've seen some upsets recently. Just thinking about the Reds taking some games there from uh, from the Rays just a couple days ago. But you still have these road favorites pretty good on the year. They're 60%. You're up around a 3% return on investment. Also, Sean Manaya facing Jose Urena. Urena's a journeyman. He's got a good ERA this year, 2.5, but he's only made a couple starts. And historically, his ERA is close to around 5. Manaya's been pretty decent, 4.18 ERA. But if you do look at the team ERA, 3.64 for the Padres. The team ERA for the Colorado Rockies, upwards of around 5. So I think it's a buy low, sell high spot, uh, Pritch. San Diego just lost two straight. Colorado just took three of four. Now they're coming home. Somebody like San Diego. I don't know who it is, but they had a big steam move in their favor. Yeah. I want to be with that steam move. Give me the Padres. Here. Yeah, I was looking at that total earlier, Josh, but I mean, oh my goodness, it's it's 12 now. Uh, I like the fact that Chris Bryant's back in the lineup uh, because you got him and, and Crone uh, right there in, in the middle of that lineup. Uh, Blackman, who was leading off, is now hitting second, I think, as a DH. We'll see what happens. So, uh, But there's a lot of, a lot of punch there uh, in this matchup, perhaps. But I, I, can't, I can't bet a, over 12, though. Uh, and I certainly is not gonna, I'm not going to bet uh, under 12 either. Yeah, it's just a tough one. I yeah. kind of stay away from a lot of totals at Coors Field because every time it's like, oh, just take the over because of elevation mm -hmm. and you know the ball travels so well. But sometimes that line that is obviously baked into the cake and you're always, always going to see these higher end totals. I do think though our buddy Greg Hoops, he doesn't just do basketball. I believe he liked the over 11 and a half. Greg's looking good right now. The yeah. juice is sending this thing up to 12. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's get to the Phillies uh, and the Cardinals, Josh. Uh, nice pitching matchup. Uh, and this game, too, uh, Phillies are minus 117, seven and a half is the total in the, one, in the game. So I'm going to go Philly in this one, Pritch. I've seen some respect and money hit the fills here at our VEASAN.com bet splits. They're only getting around 60% of bets, but 88% of the money. So that's a pretty good discrepancy, almost a 30% low bets, higher dollar discrepancy in their favor. And I think you're kind of back in this Philly team that even though they've lost Bryce Harper for quite a while, they're playing really good baseball. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10. They've taken two of the three first games in the series. Meanwhile, St. Louis, they've kind of struggled a bit here. They're just 3-11, and 11, or sorry, 3-8 and eight their last 11 games. And Aaron Nola, 5-6, 3.15 ERA. But when he takes the bump, 
This Phillies team tends to give him run support, and he tends to pitch well. So I'm going to kind of bank on that. But the Phillies are 6-2 and two, the last eight starts here from Aaron Nola. Now, Miles Michaelis has been pretty good all year, 2.72 ERA. But he's lost his last two starts, hasn't really gotten that run support. Also, Philly 4-2 head-to-head uh, in the six matchups between these teams. And this is my number one system match on the year in baseball. Non-division road favorites, Pritch. They're 153-95, and 95, 62%. If you've been betting every one of those non-division road favorites, you're upwards of around, I think, like 14, 15 units on the season. So it looks kind of fishy. How do you not take the Cardinals plus money at home? But I think this Philly team, they're, they're playing with some house money right now. I'm going to lay it with the Phils. All right. Uh, the Market Insights podcast you can catch each and every day from Josh Applebaum. Ha- have you started to talk about the NFL yet? I mean, we are just weeks away from first preseason game, August uh, 4th, I believe. Yeah, we're getting close, Pritch. So I'm trying to kind of get this card together a little bit. We've talked some win totals. Also, tribute to Paulie Walnuts. As you know me, Pritch, oh, I'm a big Sopranos yeah. fan. So we lost Tony Sirico on Friday. So I did kind of a Sopranos theme, okay. uh, obviously uh, based in Jersey. Talked on the pod today about the two New York teams, the Jets and the Giants. The Jets are really surprising. I know we're up against it here, but they they went just, uh, I think, 4-13 and 13 last year. Uh, and they have a win total of 5.5, really juiced up over, minus 150. So that surprised me. Some people are expecting the Jets to have a pretty good year. I threw it at Michael Lombardi earlier today on Lombardi line. He wasn't really buying the Kool-Aid. I'm kind of <laughs> with Michael. I'm surprised it's juiced up over as well. But I do like quite a bit the Giants The Giants under. Giants under 7.5. Okay. Rookie coach. Don't believe in Daniel Jones. Uh, in honor of Paulie Walnuts, that's my, that's my G-men under 7.5 play today. All right. Uh, no movement, but uh, I guess uh, the post-hearing briefs are going to be due soon or this week on Deshaun Watson. So obviously we're going to get some news and some movement right there. Garoppolo is on the radar of the Seahawks, too. That report coming out during the show. Oh, I like it, Pritch. But most of all, we need a win tonight. Let's go. Guardians, White <laughs> Sox, over nine. I want a, t- a 15 to 13 game, Pritch. Let's right. go. Yeah, I'm going to be sweating today because like, it's prize on the line, right? Got poked a little bit. Prize on the line now. Uh, so let's see what we can do. Uh, come up next, the Edge. They're going to be live at the NBA Summer League out here in Vegas. Stay tuned for that. JVT, Matt Humans, The Edge, come up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.